Tehillim, Shir number 56, chapter 34. Poslok number 10. Yuru es Hashem Kedoshav. Here with the people listening are being instructed, accept upon yourselves the fear of Hashem Kedoshav. Now, this is something that's central to our identity as Jewish people. We must remember that we are the holy ones of Hashem. We are in a special, Hashem chose us, special relationship with Hashem. And therefore, we should think of ourselves as not just regular people that have an awareness of Hashem, but we are the Kudoshav, we are the holy ones, we are the ones who have been separated. So that's what holiness ultimately means. It means set aside, separated, unique. Ki ein machzor Because Hashem, those who fear Hashem have their needs fulfilled. Now, and the, 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 the proof text here is the Posuk in the book of Devarim, where the Torah tells us, Arba'im Shana, these 40 years, Moshe Rabbeinu tells his audience, Hashem alokecha imach, Hashem your God was with you, dava, you have not lacked anything. Now, that clearly, that's not entirely true from the perspective of the people of Israel, because the Bnei Israel felt that they lacked a whole bunch of things in their lives, and they were grumpy for quite a lot of the journey. So from a subjective point of view, we might feel that there are things missing in our lives. I guess objectively, and perhaps that's the, the, the intention here of this text, from an objective divine God perspective, nothing is missing from your life. Kefirim, Roshu, Vera'evu, the wicked people that desire things and, and rob and want things like a lion that's tearing its prey, they're the ones who are impoverished. Now, here again, we're confronted with the fact that there are plenty of swindlers and charlatans who do seem to be living a very lovely life. And many holy, pious people and sweet, good people seem seem to be suffering. Again, I think there's this dissonance here between the objective and the subjective. And what we're being given here is a lesson in Jewish theology, Jewish belief. So objectively, although it might appear from a subjective point of view that the the, the, the bandits, the wicked people are living it up and they're having a lovely life really they're actually impoverished whereas the doshe hashem those who seek hashem will not lack any good doesn't mean there's no anything that's good for you you're not going to lack i guess one could develop the perspective that if you don't have it it's not good for you which would link into the bracha we say every single day in our davening hashem provides us with our needs and I think the challenge here when reading this pasuk would be to internalize this message to the point that what comes, what's coming out of our lips in terms of our prayers and our hearts are in sync. And that, I think, is a particular challenge from these two opening verses today. And then the psalmist turns to his audience, as if they, to his students, in fact, as if they were his children. L'chuvanim shim'uli turning to his audience as if it's like, like a teacher talking to, to, to his students. It doesn't mean l'chu as in lalechet, to go. Listen, pay attention. Hear what I've got to say. Yiras Hashem ala medchem. I want to teach you the, to understand the appreciate the goodness and the, the value of fearing Hashem. Miha chaim. So here he's calling out the person that wants to have life. Or like a teacher who asks the question in order to elicit some sort of response from his students. So it's very much written in the style of, in a pedagogic style. 
I'll have Yarmim Liraj Tov. Who wants to really, really get get life, get from life what there is to get? Who wants to love life, love days, to see goodness? Not just living, but to see something good from it. And here we have the answer. But for that, you'll have to wait till tomorrow. Have a lovely day.